So if you think for one moment what happened yesterday in Mar-a-Lago, Florida had anything to do with the rule of law or saving our democracy, oh man, you're dead wrong. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. So last evening, my, my wife and I were watching the television and we're catching up on the news. We've been a bit busy still getting our home set up here in Virginia. When the news story broke about the raid at Donald Trump's home in Florida. And, and I don't know what your reaction was, but I can tell you what mine was. And so it begins. That was exactly my, my feeling at the time. So it begins. I was waiting to see what kind of what kind of attempt would be made to silence Donald Trump, the former president, to silence and to demoralize those that supported him and to take thorough control of the narrative. And why would they do it? And why would they do it now? So the bottom line is, what is what is the end game? Now, there are a lot of details that'll probably take time to come out. And we're going to have to sort fiction from fact. And I believe there's going to be a lot of fiction out there perpetuated by certain elements in the morally, intellectually, and journalistically bankrupt mainstream media. I want you to think about a few things and and I've been I didn't sleep as well last night I should have slept but I didn't I have this program on my mind I I've been actually working on other news stories to share with you today but we may get to a couple of them before the program is over I just want you to understand something everything happening right now is being carefully orchestrated not by anybody that has any concept of justice, the rule of law, or saving our republic. We're not a democracy. We are a republic, a representative republic. Just think about this for a quick second. Even North Korea calls themselves the Democrat Republic of, you know, the Democrat this. You hear it in every communist nation, every Every fascist state was always considered a democracy. And those that use that term democracy extensively, that's their end goal. The raid on Trump's home while he was in New York City. Think about that for a moment. They knew where he was going. It's not like a secret. I guarantee you, that on the seventh floor of the FBI building, in even the office of Merrick Garland at the Department of Justice, they have had these quiet, private meetings, top secret meetings, on how do we stop Donald Trump from exposing the frauds that we are, exposing the theft of an election, exposing how entrenched the deep state is, and exposing how there is a a concerted effort to destroy this nation from within and hand it over to globalists. Now, you may think I'm, 
I'm really getting on on a limb. I'm not. I've lived long enough to watch this process slowly play out. And I also understand one thing that many people don't get, especially those that claim to be conservative. They miss one of the most important things. Evil does not have a timeline that they have to adhere to and hurry. Evil knows that their goals may not be reached in their lifetime, but at some point, because they have sold their their souls literally for gain in this life they know that the ultimate end the ultimate the, the ultimate prize may not be achieved in their lifetime it may be achieved in 20 years 50 years 100 years maybe even more and if you're a member of the demonic realm you have a long time or you think you do to get your work done. You've worked through generations of people to accomplish your evil task. And so what was this raid all about? I mean, I've been watching a lot of commentators and and, and the whole thing is nothing more, if you hadn't figured it out, is to make sure that Donald Trump cannot run for office in 2024 if he should should choose. They want to take that off the table right now. They want to paint anybody that ever supported Donald Trump as a traitor to the United States or or worse or something or or an insurrectionist or somebody that does not understand the rule of law and we have to save our democracy. It's amazing and I give God the credit. Yesterday I was talking on the program. When I recorded the program on Monday morning for Monday, I was talking about the evil that is the FBI and its very checkerboard past. Being run by a transvestite crossdresser by the, by the by the name of J. Edgar Hoover. And how that reprobate of an individual, that evil man, kept dossiers. He tried to control the federal government. He was a power broker. People in the Congress of the United States, people in the Senate, people in the White House, people in the captains of industry were deathly afraid of J. Edgar Hoover because he made it known that they know stuff about them that they would never want everybody else to know. And that's why the man retained his job. The man was pure evil. The entire FBI became a federally uh, ingrained but extremely corrupt organization. And it continues even worse today. 1976. Almost, you know, we're talking 47 years ago. The church committee explored the abuses of the FBI They were saints by today's comparison. Look at Christopher Wray, a weasel and a liar, and how he kept his office, how he got moved up to be the director, I don't understand. But I do, I think, because of the swamp that we we are dealing with in D.C. This is pure, this is satanic evil. You have Merrick Garland, a pro-abortion reprobate who believes that parents that question what a public school is teaching about sexuality makes them a domestic terrorist. 
You can't talk anything bad about critical race theory or transgenderism. If you do, you are an insurrectionist. You're, you, you have to be monitored. You need to be controlled. This raid is just another attempt to bring down Donald Trump. And these, you know it and I know it. From the day that he came down the escalator in 2015, they have been working to ensure that he could never win. And, the, and there's a reason for it. Look, let me just pause right here and make something clear. There's no doubt in my mind, in terms of a president, Donald Trump is the proverbial bull in the china shop. I get it. I truly do get it. He doesn't play by the by the sweet, kind rules that, that presidents in the past have had to play by. You know, the dignity of the office, so to speak. Well, when the United States has been corrupted from within, has been stolen from within, is being run by an interior cabal of unelected people, the time to stop playing Mr. Nice Guy is over. And that's what's wrong with the majority, I think, of today's elected Republican officials. They're worthless. They're cowards. They just like to be liked at the dinner table and, and, and get to play some politics as the, you know, the, the Republicans' only job in Washington is to be the, the loyal opposition instead of leaders and statesmen. We don't have it anymore. Look at, I mean, how many Republican senators? There should be 50 Republicans that came out just loudly and vocally against what happened in Mar-a-Lago on Monday. But very few are saying anything. The same is true with the House of Representatives. Only a few people have dared to say anything because they live in fear. They're scaredy cats. They don't know how to function. They're not leaders. They should never have been voted in to begin with. And this is the problem in our country. We don't have real leaders anymore. We have people that enjoy the power they're given. And they don't really represent you. And sadly, that is very true of, I would say, the majority today of the Republican Party. Donald Trump came to town and everybody kind of knew this man was going to be dangerous. They knew that back in 2015. So they hoped that the media would just say, well, he, you know, he's that loudmouth millionaire and he does the TV show, you know, you're fired and all this stuff and try to make him out as a joke. And, and it was Ann Coulter, who I don't always agree with, when she was asked on a panel early on, who's the most likely to win the Republican nomination? And when she said Donald Trump, everybody in the audience and on that stage laughed. And that's when you had everybody running, including the swamp creatures of the Bush family, you know, Jeb Bush. You had, you had a bunch of, most of the Republicans running were no better than Biden. They just knew how to talk a nice game. 
and play you for fools like Lindsey Gramnesty does, <laughs> Amnesty, Gramnesty, whatever, in South Carolina. He's pulled this stunt every six years and has pulled the wool over the eyes of just enough people to get reelected. Lindsey Graham is an abomination that should not be in the United States Senate. Oh, he knows how to talk the game when needed, but he also knows how to bow down to his, you know, swamp creature masters when he has to. He gets to play, he gets to play, you know, the the statesman. But he's no, he's a swamp dweller who knows how to, he's learned how to play the game. So ever since Donald Trump ran for office with all the fake, stuff about the server talking to Russia, Russian interference in the 2016 election. And all the time while Hillary Clinton had done vastly worse than what Donald Trump is even accused of doing, if he really did, and we'll get into that in a minute. Number one, Donald Trump didn't take anything out of the White House. The General Services Committee packed it all up and sent it to Mar-a-Lago. And like with presidential libraries and everything else, there you know these documents are going to be maintained. But who gets to keep a copy? Who gets to keep the original? I mean, these are things that have been discussed by presidents for, for a long time. Then you had Hillary Clinton using a private server which compromised high-security stuff for the United States. Oh, don't you remember James Comey, another swamp creature, another liar, another anti-American purveyor of the swamp. He lives there amongst them. The man is un-American. The man is pure evil. And he knew, he even outlined in a press conference every illegal thing that Hillary Clinton ever did, far worse than anything they're even saying about Donald Trump today and tomorrow, and that's all they have. And then he said, I choose not to prosecute so she can continue to run for president. Because, see, understand that James Comey at that time believed, like all of the swamp, that Hillary Clinton could not lose. They had already planned the cheating sufficiently. She was going to squeak by in in Ohio. She was going to squeak by in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin and maybe, and maybe even Arizona. And with any luck at all, she might even tip Florida and then it would be a landslide. They didn't plan on the number of people coming out to vote for Donald Trump. And there was no pandemic to hide behind to stuff illegal ballots and harvest them for weeks and months. People dropping off hundreds of ballots at a time at four o'clock in the morning is not a normal process. It was an abomination of the process done by the deep state back in 2020 to get rid of him. But see, now that he's become popular, and I said this on the radio program yesterday, listen to me very carefully. We are coming rapidly to a time that I believe, this is just my personal belief, it's not a prophecy, it's not a guarantee, 
But something is telling me in my prayer life that God is going to pull back the veil a little bit and some of the truth is going to be exposed soon. I don't know how. Don't know when. But something tells me that something is going to give soon. And so you have what started back in 2015 and 16, the Russian collusion. Remember that? They thought between the Russian collusion and and all those terrible things coming out for you know a man who was doing evil things with Russian prostitutes and and they and, and it all was a lie. The whole thing was fake. And then after he's elected, there was shock and disbelief. They, they, and by the way, we're told when, when it came down to Biden's election that anybody challenging an election in the House or the Senate must be un-American. They, they, they did it to Trump. The Democrats did. We know that we forget that so conveniently. And so the deep state has been using January 6th. They're propping this, this thing up. And, and we have political prisoners in jails rotting away 23 hours a day in solitary confinement in a sewer of a jail in Washington, D.C. When did we become a communist banana republic? When the Democrats took over Washington, D.C.'s bureaucracy and courts and justice system. The employees that have worked their way up the ladder, they believe they rule this country. And so we played the game of Russiagate starting right in 2016, and you had people like Peter Strzok. Why is he still at the FBI? The man deserves to be in prison on treason charges, not in the FBI getting a paycheck. He colluded to undo an election and to interfere with an election using his government position. And so did James Comey. And now I'm figuring out so did Christopher Wray. Merrick Garland. Total evil man the worst person that anybody could put in charge of the Department of Justice, leave it to Joe Biden's handlers to come up with the biggest reprobate team this country has ever seen. Ever seen. We put up with Russiagate. We listened to Adam Schiff lying his head off on television every night. I have seen the evidence, and Trump is going to be going down. And then, just wait for the Mueller report. He'll be doing the perp walk. How many times do we hear that nonsense out of that little man, that little evil man, who, by the way, was put into office by the Clintons? See, remember when there was the impeachment against Clinton back in 1998? There was a congressman from the same district that now is represented by Adam Schiff that voted to impeach. Well, understand, the Clintons were seeking revenge, and they used their power, their influence, and all the money they could raise to put in their guy. They would do their bidding, Adam Schiff. 
a total, absolute, unmitigated, unashamed liar. The man got on television and lied, and he knew he was lying, and he didn't care. Because he is like any evil communist, any evil reprobate, any evil fascist. The ends always justify the means, even if they're evil and wrong. As long as we get our way, everything is going to be fine. January 6th. I believe firmly, and we've, and every time anybody asks for the videos and other things to come out of the House of Representatives or the FBI, they're denied. They're, they're, they're keeping certain things buried. I believe that January 6th was instigated by the FBI. They infiltrated the crowds and pushed this thing to the max to get maximum damage against the former president. Because they knew full well if they didn't, eventually the corruption of the election, the stolen election, everything that went on with the, with the rhinos in the Republican Party and their swamp creature friends in the Democrat Party would be revealed. And if the American people, even some diehard Democrats that believe that the Democrats are for the little guy, baloney, most of your multimillionaire hedge fund managers are now Democrats, they're not Republicans. Hollywood actors, all the wealthy. I mean, Jeff Bezos. The wealthiest people, virtually all of them, not all, but most of them, the vast majority are Democrats. And they and they're not they're not afraid of the 80,000 new suppose I don't think they're ever going to get them and I'll explain some other day. There's not 80 some odd thousand people waiting in the wings to become overnight IRS agents to double their, they're, they're a long way from that. But they want people to be afraid. They don't want people to ever challenge the government. They want you to be compliant. And so since 2016, lie after lie after lie, accusation after accusation after accusation, and it all fell apart. I remember watching the TV in 2019 when Bob Mueller who has about as much cognizant ability as Joe Biden, made a complete idiot and fool of himself in his press conferences and then his hearing before the United States House. The whole thing was a joke and it was a lie. All of it. They obtained this the, the Justice Department some of the same evil players that are in this game today at Mar-a-Lago. They lied to a federal court. Has anybody gone to jail? No. Hillary Clinton compromised classified documents and information. Is she going to jail? Of course not. The only reason this was done, the only reason this was done, listen, presidents are supposed to be allowed to, shall we say, retire in peace. The Clintons have plenty of dirt on them, including their, their, their bogus foundation. Yeah, they raise mega millions for Haiti and only a few, just a tiny amount, you know, 3% of it ever makes it down there. And of course, you know, the Clintons and Jeffrey Epstein and, and, and all these individuals, they have their, shall we say, closet, their, their skeletons in the closet. But see, and maybe, maybe if Donald Trump 
you know, had lost legitimately and not have been challenging some of the narrative going on, like I do, I can't. This this raid yesterday represents a new and dangerous place, and I think one that could undo our nation as we know it. I'm serious. See, it's not that Donald Trump is a former president. He also is the perceived at the moment front runner for the GOP nomination. And they can't let him come back. He knows too much and he knows where to jump in on day one to destroy those that have been trying to destroy this nation. And if you don't believe it, Mark Elias one of the filthiest, evil, dirty attorneys in Washington, D.C. He represents the Clintons, of course. He summed it up. And and see, what you got to understand about these evil reprobates is they get all giddy and excited and they can't keep their mouth shut and let their evil game play out. And so Mark Elias makes it real clear yesterday, last night, I should say, It goes, and he's quoting from the U.S. Code, the United States Code. And this was, trust me, they've been meeting in in Garland's office. They've been meeting in Christopher Ray's office. They've been meeting in clandestine places all over D.C. trying to find the way to undo Trump and make sure he cannot run for office. And if they get him into jail for a little bit, hey, that's just a bonus. And so Mark Elias, all giddy and happy and excited like a little schoolboy on his birthday. Surprised he didn't wet his pants when he tweeted the U.S. Code 2071, Part B. Whoever having, and once again, they're talking about a federal records violation. Other presidents have been fighting that stuff for years. It's one of the most obscure regulations that is not clear. Listen to enough individuals explain why there's always been this angst between that regulation and what rightfully belongs to a president as part of his personal collection. It's been going on for, I mean, it's still going on even with Obama. But see, what they're trying to do in this raid, they made sure Trump was not there. And and where was the Secret Service and all of this is beyond me? And who signed that warrant? All these, I've got a lot of questions. You're going to find out the, the most evil individuals that are trying to destroy this country are involved in this and they're up to their necks, their necks that should have a noose around them as they're tried for treason and hung. I'm being very strong about this because I'm watching the United States being destroyed by leftist evil individuals that don't care about you, your rights, the Constitution, freedom, and fair elections. They'll steal them because they believe the ends justify the means. I believe firmly they they tried to steal it in 16 and they succeeded using the coronavirus as their excuse. Notice how the coronavirus is going to be making a comeback along with monkeypox for the fall. The Democrats don't want to lose the House. They are 
on the verge. They're unhinged. They are like a caged animal, you know, with a door open. They are ready to pounce and kill to get what they want because they see their power slipping away. And so Mark Elias tweets, whoever, this is, the, this is the code, whoever having the custody of any such record proceeding, map, book, document, paper, or the thing willfully and unlawfully, unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys the same shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both. And now here's the kicker. And shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. This is the end game. Get him on a records violation. Use a DC court where, you know, you, they, they, justice is no longer, there's no such thing as justice in a DC court. It doesn't exist anymore. This is a Stalinist court. This is a Hitler court where the, where the outcome is, is assured. What was that prosecutor for Stalin? What he said? Oh yes. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And that's pretty much what DC has become. The DC courts are un-American and should be disbanded. And every judge needs to be removed. Every attorney in those offices should be fired. We should start with a clean slate because we don't have it. We no longer have a true justice system in this country. It is an anathema. Everything being done is to disqualify Trump from running in 2024 because they know full well if he gets into office, they will have hell to pay because he knows enough now. He knows enough now to put many of these people in prison for life or worse. I'm telling you, we are, we've become worse than a banana republic. Of course, we have something else we have to understand as well. We have allowed this to happen at lightning speed since the 1990s. Our ability to manufacture anything in this country has been sent overseas. We've become a service economy to make the elite and wealthy happy. We can't take care of our own needs anymore. Our military is being decimated by, by being told, you need to know the correct pronouns. United States Navy, yeah, pronouns. Our Navy now is <laughs> kind of like, you know, the bathtub Navy, little kids in their little toy boats. That's about what it's becoming. All high tech, but they've stripped out the manliness out of the Navy. They're doing the same with the Army, the Air Force, and they're working on the Marines. Vaccination mandates, hey, recruiting is way down. Who'd want to serve in the, in the military today with honor? There is no honor left in the military. If you don't believe it, look at the leadership of the military. The most dishonorable, despicable people on the planet are in charge of our military. It's all about gay marriage. It's all about this, that, and, and we, we need to celebrate Pride Month. Pride comes before the fall. 
There is no doubt in my mind that that slimy weasels like Jerry Nadler just reprobates. Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, and yes, even oh, Liz Cheney. Remember, she's just a swamp creature Republican with no, <laughs> no moral character. We learned a lot about that family. Warmongers, profiteers, swamp creatures. Many of us were had. But like that old song by The Who, I Won't Be Fooled Again. We see the swamp holding on for dear life, doing everything in their power to affect the outcome of, of an election by, by misusing the law. Funny, negotiations have been on for quite a while about some of these so-called documents. And, and it's funny, the FBI bought a safe cracker with them to break into to Donald Trump's safe. They discovered it was empty. What, in other words, what probable cause did they have? But see, justice doesn't matter in D.C. anymore. It's a dead issue. Justice is dead in D.C. It's gone. It's corrupted. It's evil. Our nation has allowed a lot of evil for too long in the name of, you know, getting what we want for ourselves. Carl Sagan, I may not always have agreed with a lot of the stuff that he said, but he he wrote something way back in the mid-1990s. A very intelligent man, and this is what he wrote in a book. And he goes, I have a foreboding of an America in my children or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy. Think about that one for a second. When nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away out of our nation into other countries. When awesome technology powers are in the hands of a very few And no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues. When the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority. Think about that one. When we've lost our cognitive ability, you know, this dumbing down of America. And I've got a story I'll be sharing on the other side that I think shows a lot of what's going on behind the scenes. And we're going to leave this this phony FBI raid done for the deep state in an effort to to cover their sins. I pray to God that the veil is pulled back and every one of their evil deeds is exposed with the sunshine of God's truth. As far as I'm concerned, the dumbing down of America is pretty much complete. The job has been done. Our schools have succeeded in lowering the standards. The ability of critical thinking is gone. And getting back to what Carl Sagan said, when we are, we're going to find our critical facilities in decline. We're going to be grasping our crystals and maybe even looking at our horoscopes.
because we've lost the ability to set our own agenda. And with knowledge, question those in authority when questions need to be asked. And with our critical facilities in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what is true, hey, that sounds like some of the churches. We go there to feel good, not to find truth. We slide almost without noticing back in the darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident. By the way, he also used the term superstition. I, I apply that to what I call the corona fear. The superstition of the magic mask and all the nonsense. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The former 30-second soundbite is now down to 10 seconds or less, or less. The lowest common denominator programming. And then you have pseudoscience and a celebration of ignorance. I've dealt with so many people that are just willfully and happily ignorant and choose to remain that way. That's the world in which we live. You know, when he wrote that, to give you an idea, in 1995, the number one video cassette rental, remember those things, in America, was the movie Dumb and Dumber and the most influential TV show. Ready for this one? Among the young viewers that are now today's leaders was Beavis and Butthead. The idea of studying and learning was already going out the door. We have school systems with phony graduation exercises of pushing people through that don't complete their work or do anything. I would never, you know, it would be nice. I would have loved to have today's school system back when I went to school. I wouldn't have to worry about graduating. Just show up occasionally and they'll push you through. Hey, listen, I know I'm way over on this break. I, I, I apologize for that. But this had to be done. It, it, it just had to be done. We are at a crossroad. When the FBI now is the Gestapo, the Stasi, the stormtroopers for an evil reprobate government, America, as we know it, is on the verge of absolute and total collapse. We can't even get our, we, we have issues in our supply chain. We have lying reprobates in Congress calling the bill they just passed the, the, the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, and it doesn't reduce inflation at all. It makes it worse. Once again, they lie. We need a house cleaning. We need term limits or we're done. We're done. This nation as we know it is over. And the church has been wimpy. So-called conservative liars have been wimpy and, and just creatures that lie to you. I've had enough. Show me your credentials where you're willing to put it on the line and stop playing politics with me. I don't care about the republic. Look, I used to be a real card-carrying member. I can't do it anymore. I just can't do it. 
because the Republican Party, I voted for, I voted for Nixon in, in 1972, young guy just starting out. And I have been a conservative voter ever since. And I look over 50 years of voting. What did I get for my votes? A pile of liars. Opportunist. That sold this nation out. And Carl Sagan pointed it out. Back in the 1990s, we watched all of our manufacturing go to China. You know we have weapon systems that are dependent upon parts from China now in our military. Yeah, that's the kind of trouble we're in. All right, I'm way over on the break, and I appreciate you hanging in there with me. And I've got a few stories that I'm going to come back, change direction, but I think it ties it all together. And how we got to the place that we're in. Do you believe in the mission and ministry of truth to ponder? I really need to know. I really need to know. We are on several shortwave stations, and and one of the ones we're, we're getting a little behind on because it's, well, I haven't heard from a lot of people there. And I'm going to make sure the debt is settled, even if it comes out of my own resources. But we have to make sure that we're using what comes in properly and, and to get the maximum benefit. There's some frequencies and stations that this is where I hear from, and you're there. And so this month of August is going to be the decision-making month for me uh, on keeping a, a station or two and maybe adding a frequency or two if, if it appears it may be more effective. Because I believe the Internet, when you, come, when you look at the reprobate stuff that's occurring, when you see a pre, former president's home raided on phony, you know, trumped-up ideas just to make it get rid of them, they used a whole virus to get rid of him. They used a pandemic. They shut down the economy. People committed suicide and depression because of what was happening. But that doesn't matter. It was worth it to get rid of Trump as far as the Democrats were concerned. And they'll lie and lie and lie. Two phony impeachments, phony Russian collusion, all of it a lie. When is Adam Schiff going to jail for lying? When is Jerry Nadler going to jail as a traitor? For, for trying to commit treason? When is Nancy Pelosi going to prison, you know, for profiting with inside trader knowledge? And when is Paul Pelosi going to be held accountable for causing serious injury in a DUI? If that was you or I, man, we wouldn't get that kind of treatment. Our corrupt system, we're, we're coming to a crossroads. And the church had better be prepared because you're about to get, you don't know what's about to come. You think the pandemic was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. Nowadays, parents that challenge the schools, as I said before, you're the domestic terrorist. If you believe, if you use terms like MAGA, you know, make America great again, you're a, a domestic terrorist. If you believe in Sunday school and church, you're a domestic terrorist. This is where it's coming, my friends. I want to keep the truth out there. Look, I'm thankful for the internet. I'm thankful for the podcast. I'm thankful for all these other ways the program gets out there. But I know the day's going to come when the plug gets pulled. That's why I need to be building up shortwave, not pulling back. If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, mail it to Truth to Ponder. 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 57. 53 Highway 85 North, number 3248. No 
number 3248. The city is Crestview. Crestview, Florida, 32536. Crestview, Florida, 32536. Go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. Truththenumber2ponder.com. You'll find that mailing address and other ways to help us out. And if you listen and you have access to email, send me an email, bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. I would appreciate hearing from you. Like I say, we are way over on this break, but I had to say what had to be said. And I pray that you'll pray for this ministry and keep us going. And the stories that I have coming up, I think will tie a few of these things together. We'll be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Supernaturally Natural. Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn, the nice Jewish boy, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and you're going to love in a moment. In Acts 15, the Council of Jerusalem met. It was a critical moment in church history. They had to decide whether to open the doors wide for the Gentiles to come to faith. Now, one of the most important moments in church history, you would think that God would have spoken real loud, a voice, a sign, an angel, a prophecy. Well, you know, he could just make it real easy and settle the issue once and for all. But there's no record of anything like that happening. Simply, they came to a decision. There's no record of a prophetic word or anything supernatural. It happened through natural talking, deliberation. It seems like it could have gone in any different way. Yet, if it did, everything in church history would have been different. What if somebody else's opinion had ruled? Well, what if it went the wrong way? Well, you know, it went that way because that was the will of God. It shows how God is sovereign over human events. Also, how the Lord is even in the natural events. That Even that what seems to be natural is really supernatural. You see, it shows how God works. Sometimes things seem like they're hanging on a thread like can go in any direction. But there's a supernatural thread weaving it together to the right thing. You know, it, it, you know, it's like sewing. You know, you, you you pull fabrics together and all. But in your life, God is doing that too. You may not see all the miracles. You might not have angels around you. You might not have prophetic words every day. But there are miracles around you all the time. You may not see the dramatic leading, but the fact is, the Lord is there. He's leading through all things. It might look like you're hanging by a thread, but God's presence and His miracles are with you all over. Even those things that seem natural, He's going to lead you as you seek Him. Because in God, your life is supernaturally natural. It's naturally supernatural. Want more? Ask for the unyoking from the book of Acts on CD. Imagine being plugged into a special line, let you know future events, news behind the news, biblical prophecy, updates on Israel, and what you need to know as an end-time believer, plus teachings and strength for every day of your week. And the incredible mystery of the temple doors on CD are all free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' really name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in reaching the unreached peoples of the world the most incredible way from Moscow to Madagascar, even Jerusalem. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. It's amazing. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world through Shoei Radio, the farthest way you can ever impact the world for the gospel. Do it. It's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the nice Jewish boy box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. 44. Well, now, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend, in the name of Messiah, Roeha Tov, the Good Shepherd. This is Truth to Ponder 
with Bob Beerman. And welcome back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Beerman. I'm going to move along here in just a moment from the topic that occupied more than the first half of the program. The raid in in Florida against Donald Trump. I mean, that whole thing was so carefully orchestrated. And now the White House makes the claim they had no idea about the FBI raid on on Trump's Mar-a-Lago home until we saw it on Twitter. If you think that, that's a lie. Number one, yeah, it probably is true. Joe Biden probably doesn't even know he's in the United States or Delaware. He doesn't even know anymore. He just reads the script. But his handlers sure knew. If you think that they didn't, that's a lie. Total lie. Senior White House officials, and they get caught in lies all the time. So why not another lie today? I mean, what do they have to lose? I'll tell you what they have to lose. This this cult, globalism. One of the things you need to understand, the Congress of the United States as we know it is scared. They are terrified. They've done such a pathetic job in a year and a half, and they can't hide it. They're still pushing COVID vaccine mandate nonsense on military and everybody else when we know it doesn't stop the spread. Are you getting COVID? And we don't know the long-term effect. Well, I think we do. We're seeing some, some things that are very scary those that keep getting their fourth and fifth booster stuff. Why are they coming down with COVID twice? The vax scam doesn't work. They they used pan, the pandemic to steal the election. You know, they the great reset, this is this is part of what we have to understand in this country. The great reset is still alive and well at the World Economic Forum. And it's the it, it, it's the types like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi that are all on board because they get to stay at the at the wealthy, you know, mega millionaire table. It's a cult. You know, one of the things that really, really has scared me more than well, I don't want to say scared. I'll, I'll just use the term. It should scare you into reality. This reset, this great reset we, that we hear about, we've talked about, this has been going on for decades, if not centuries. It's just we have the technology today. We have the ability today to pull off things that that if Hitler could have had these same tools today, we'd all be speaking German. The new world order has been around for a long time. It's nothing new. It's still alive and well in the minds of the globalist and the establishment. And look, even Richard Nixon, his Secretary of State, Henry Kissinger, to the current president, Joe Biden, all of these globalists believe in the same thing, the one world, new world order. And it's being perpetuated and pushed on the globe by the World Economic Forum. And Klaus Schwab is the leader of this organization and has been for decades. And and his right-hand man on so many of the key issues, and I'm, I need to do a whole program on him again, this guy, Yuval Noah Harari, 
We've talked about him before. He's a very dangerous and evil individual. He's Israeli-born. He's an intellectual. And, and he wrote a book called Sapiens, A Brief History of Mankind. He is also a professor of history in, of all places, Hebrew University of Jerusalem. The guy's an atheist. He's an absolute atheist who believes that he is God. We are on the way to becoming gods in the cloud. The computer cloud. Not the one where the sky fairies live, as he would call it. He may be an intelligent man, but his intelligence has led him, as someone pointed out beautifully, to a level of narcissistic insanity. And he's an inside member of the World Economic Forum, and, so, and he supports this idea of a, disop, a dis, dysopian society just run by globalists like himself. And he also talks about getting rid of the useless eaters and useless people. After all, if we have robots to do all this stuff for the globalists, why have all these people eating food and, and, and messing up the planet and, and, and contributing to global warming? And he figures that by drugs and computer games, putting us into the metaverse that is being created by another reprobate by the name of, you know, you've heard of him before, Mark Zuckerberg. This is the world we're heading to. Now, years ago, I had a friend of mine, and he meant well when he said it. We're talking decades, about, you know, almost 30 years ago, early days of computer. He said, Bob, you need to build a virtual church. And I said, no, I just I need to be building the real church. I don't mind using the internet, but it can never be a replacement. We learned that during the pandemic. This virtual church service stuff was, it doesn't work. It's not real. The Bible says we are not to forsake ourselves from the assembling of ourselves. We have, we have I, I mean, I read people all the time, well, I couldn't go to church because of the virus, you know, and I can't take communion because I may die of the virus, you know. You fear the virus more than God. I'm sick of people that that would shutter their church forever because the government said so. Now, this New World Order, Harari makes a statement, and, and because he considers himself a technocrat of the New World Order, and he believes the state should be the sole provider for everything you possibly need, right down to your cell phone and underwear and place to live and, and the bugs they'll grow for food. He says that families are no longer needed in this new world. Families are old. We have to get rid of them. They're a thing of the past. He believes that after all of these millions of years of evolution, within a short time, the family and the inequality and the intimate community is broken and the collapse must occur. We don't need children. You can have a pension fund until you're dead. You don't need neighbors, brothers and sisters to take care of you. The state will take care of you. They'll take care of everything you possibly need. And I'm going to share with you later this week more of what this individual had to say he is a frightening individual a frightening individual and klaus schwab 
executive director and founder of the World Economic Forum. It's amazing how all these private jets go to Davos, Switzerland as they complain about global warming. I mean, come on, people. Get with the program. Rules for you, but not for, you know, rules for us, but not for you. We are at a crossroad. And I'm going to be talking about this crossroad and where we are later this week. The deep state is scared of being revealed for the reprobates, the evildoers that they are, from stealing elections to stealing money. I mean, how does a guy like Joe Biden become, you know, own all these homes, expensive homes? It's not like he owns like the little thing that my wife and I have here in Virginia and a house in Florida. We can do that on a retirement income. Years of savings and planning, you know, that's how it works. But how do you own beachfront property in Delaware and this mansion and that on a senator's salary unless you sold out your office? And I am certain beyond the shadow of a doubt that we have a government that is so sickening and evil that if we really understood the depth of the evil that the swamp has become, you would violently throw up because it's that almost, it's hard to believe we've gone this far into into the sewer. We are swimming deep in the swamp sewer and our nation is at a crossroad. And short of God's people getting on their knees and praying, we as a nation are done. Our goose is cooked. And it's time we prepare. Look, that day is going to come regardless. This nation will be wiped off the face of the earth for its sins, like all other nations will. And will you be a part of God's people that are set apart. Do you believe in what we are trying to do here at Truth to Ponder? I mentioned this before, before the last break. This is make it or break it for one of the radio stations. I have to know. And I want to keep on the air in as many places as possible. Would you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's Truth to Ponder. Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. City is Crestview. Crestview, Florida, 32536. Crestview, Florida, 32536. Visit the website. You can find that address and a few other ways to support us. And until we gather again tomorrow at the same time, God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.